Hello, everybody, and welcome back to a brand new podcast, episode seven. Um, today we are breaking down UFC 264. It's not going to be a very long podcast. We're going to just go through these fights and let you guys know about them. All right, so the first fight of the um, pay-per-view was Sean O'Malley versus Chris Mountunho. Don't I'm obviously not amazing at pronouncing names, so don't give me any shit for it. But um, entering the fight as a more than minus 800 betting favorite, the odds were all in O'Malley's favor, and he delivered winning the bout by TKO following a third-round referee stoppage. From the start to finish, O'Malley's combination of speed and power was too much for Montenho. He's a tough motherfucker, said O'Malley. 14-1 and one is his record. Summing up the fight, Montenho 9-5 took an absolute beating with O'Malley landing shot after shot after shot. The fight served as an exciting opener with a pro-O'Malley crowd giving its props to Montenho, who filled in for his bout less than two weeks ago. O'Malley is in line for a ranked opponent in his next fight, and I think O'Malley's going to be jumping up here. Um, and there's not much to say about O'Malley. He's been winning his fights, and he's going to be ranked here, and he's going to be a, a champion one day, in my opinion. Um, and now let's move in here to this the second fight of the night, which was this catchweight fight, which was Aldana versus... Um, let's just say her first name, which is Yana. Aldana obliterated Yana, ending the fight via TKO in the first round. This was originally scheduled as a bantamweight fight, but Aldana did not make weight, taking some of the momentum away from the bout and costing her 30% of her fight purse. But it was never a contest with Yana unable to defend herself against um, Aldana's boxing. Following the victory, Aldana started her intentions to one day win the women's bantamweight title. But right now, there is still a great distance between reigning champ Amanda Nunez and every other single competitor in the division, including Aldana. Um, in the heavyweight fight, tied to Vasa versus Greg Hardy. Um, this was the third fight of the night. Tai Tuvasa put together an outstanding finish against Greg Hardy, winning the fight via TKO in only 65 seconds. Hardy, who is 7-4 with one no contest, tagged Tuvasa 12-3. But Tuvasa then countered with a, vis- with a vicious left hook. It was over from that point, le- leading to a third straight win to- for Tuvasa. He should eat- earn himself a top 10 opponent with that win. This is Hardy's second straight loss, and the defeat casts a shadow over his UFC future. And now, this was an amazing fight, this welterweight fight versus Stefan Thomas versus Gilbert Burns. Um, Gilbert Burns would not allow Stefan Thomas to fight his style. Burns, 20-4, and four, continuously forced Thomas 16-5 with one no contest to the ground, earning himself a unanimous decision victory. Every time the action picked up, Burns slowed it back down. Edwards connected on a spinning round kick in third, and a brief brawl ensued until Burns brought the fight back to the mat. This is what type of approach Burns needs needed to ensure victory, 
and the win is a big one, putting him back in the victory column after dropping a title bout to reigning champ Kamar Usman with the win. Burns has now won seven of his past eight fights. Usman looks unstoppable as a champ, but the welterweight division is full of tough challengers. Colby Covington is the top-ranked opponent in the division, followed by Burns, who remains in contention with the win, and Leon Edwards. Thomas had won two fights in a row entering this the bout, but the loss effectively removes him from the title picture. And then we're going to go on to the main event. So let's start up here. Um, this weekend in Las Vegas, we had a UFC 264 guys. It ended in an unexpected manner with Conor McGregor suffering a deliberate injury to his lower body tibia in closing moments of the opening round due to a doctor stoppage. If I was awarded to Dustin Poirier, um, Poirier, whose record is 28-6 and six with one no contest, looked sharp in the first round, drilling McGregor 22-6 and six with a vicious area, uh, area of shots from his ground-and-pound game. McGregor looks, looked to briefly have Poirier in trouble, seeking a risky guillotine submission, but Poirier escaped and then seized the control of the round. It appeared McGregor was in it for the long night. Two of the judges awarded the first round 10-8 in Poirier's favor, but all McGregor needed was one shot to turn the tide. Unfortunately, McGregor's injury quickly crushed any hopes of witnessing a multi-round classic. Unfortunately for Poirier, the McGregor injury will serve as the focal point of UFC 264, not the stunning first-round offense for Poirier. It was really unfortunate for Poirier because he did put on a great show. The result was not expected, though. The same cannot be said for the finish. Um, and, I mean, Poirier kind of got cheated out of how... And everybody's like, oh, Connor got cheated. Poirier got cheated because Poirier deserves so much more credit than he got. He was cheating on Connor, and he would have won um, easily. And, I mean, it was just unfortunate that it had to end like that. There really wasn't much to say because the fight didn't go a long way, but everybody knew Poirier was winning. And he says... Connor would have won that fight is just oblivious and doesn't know anything about fighting. And I was looking at like TikTok comment sections and stuff this week, but people who said Connor was breaking his leg down and all this stuff just doesn't watch fighting and they only just watch Connor McGregor because it's Connor McGregor. And those are the same people that are still hating on Jake Paul and calling him not a real fighter. Because if you really look at the people who actually are calling Jake Paul a real fighter, it's Mike Tyson, one of the greatest fighters of all time. I mean, you have you have a lot of other famous fighters who are saying Jake Paul is legit, and it's just like the same people who think Conor McGregor should have won that fight that aren't calling Jake Paul legit. I mean, it's just kind of crazy. I mean... um, it's just the kids that don't watch fighting and they don't know what they're talking about. But guys, that's it for this episode. It was a super short episode. I just want to give you guys a quick UFC 264 breakdown. Um, it, Ford was supposed to join us, but he didn't have the time to. We'll get him on another episode, maybe for the next fight or the preview of the Jake Paul fight. But um, thank you guys so much for listening and peace.